The Yesterday and Today podcast is a fan-made, not-for-profit, just-for-fun compilation of chronological source materials as they pertain to the Beatles. The show is in no way affiliated with Apple Corps, nor any organization connected to John, Paul, George, or Ringo in any way, though we do consider ourselves premier members of the Bungalow Bill fan club. So kick back, turn off your mind, relax, and download the stream. We hope you will enjoy the show. Yesterday and today. 1965. Part 3. July 11th through August 14th. Cynthia Lennon. Brian Epstein had always said that the Beatles would be bigger than Elvis, and at first everyone laughed. Elvis was securely on his throne as the king of rock and roll, and no one had heard of the Beatles. But by 1965, his prediction had come true. The Beatles were the biggest pop act in the world, eclipsing Elvis and every other popular musician. Their faces were known in every country on the globe. Beatlemania was breaking out in places as far afield as Australia, the Philippines, Japan and Scandinavia. Back in Britain, we were at the epicentre of what became known as the Swinging Sixties. It was an era of unfettered expression, joyousness and extravagance. Suddenly people didn't have to wait until Christmas to light the candles. They lit them every day and frequently burned them at both ends. To us it felt as though the whole country was ready to party and we were at the top of most of the in-people's invitation lists. Throughout 1965, and for the next three years, we went to hip restaurants and nightclubs, we were invited to celebrity parties, we shopped in designer boutiques, and our pictures were in every newspaper and magazine. My life then was full of contrasts. I might be at a premiere one night, with photographers snapping and crowds screaming, and the next morning I'd be taking Julian to school like any other mum or I would pop down to my local shops for some groceries. I was hardly ever recognised on my own. Then meet John in the evening after his recording session. I'd go along with the other Beatles women to hear the end of the session, then spend the rest of the night in one of the hip London clubs, dancing and chatting to a host of famous faces, many of whom we counted as friends. After a brief rest from touring on July 13th, Paul McCartney went this lunchtime to the Savoy Hotel in central London to collect five Ivor Novello Awards on behalf of the Beatles. He arrived late, however, having forgotten about the event, while John Lennon, also supposed to attend, failed to show at all. And then on July 19th in the US and July 23rd in the UK, the new single, Help, backed with I'm Down, their 10th Beatles single. 
It was a strong song and a great title track, but it was really a lot more than a catchy movie tune. It was John genuinely crying from inside. Help, I need somebody. Help, not just anybody. Help, you know I need someone. It's not being big-headed saying I think it's a good song. I just, I just like it. We all like it. Probably because it's new for us. The flip side of the Beatles' single, Help, was written and sung by Paul McCartney. It's a rocker along the lines of She's a Woman and Long Tall Sally, but it was only released on this single. It never appeared on any other Beatle record, either in Great Britain or in North America. The Hammond organ on the track is played by John. You tell lies, thinking I can see. You can't cry because you're laughing at me.
Kelp had its world premiere in London on July the 29th. Princess Margaret and Lord Snowden attend, and the proceeds go to the Variety Club. Will he ever play the drums again? Why were the Beatles of such interest to the high priest of the terrible goddess of Kaili? Help. Why was Ringo pursued to the ends of the earth by a group of eastern thugs? Help! Help! And why was Paul threatened by a B-E-E-T-L-E? Help! Oh, stop worrying. Help! Help is on the way. It's the Beatles' new motion picture with... Help! Help, 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 help. Seven new Beatles songs. Help. Will John live to sleep in his pit once more? Will Paul ever get back to his electric organ? Will George be reunited with his ticker tape machine? And Ringo, will he ever play the drums again? To discover the answers to these startling questions, be sure to see the colorful adventures of the Beatles, more colorful than ever, in color, in... Help! 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 A United Artists release. I can't tell you what the plot is, but here's some of the questions that will be answered. Why were the high priests of the terrible goddess of Kaili interested in the Beatles? What did they want of him? They weren't fans. Two leading scientists hoped to rule the world. Paul was threatened by a beetle. B-double-E-T-L-E. I'm chased um, by a gang of thugs all the way through it, actually. Bingo! It's basically a chase film, because I keep getting chased by all these lunatics. Yeah. And my three pals save me. <laughs> they seem to be chasing Ringo, and then there's two leading scientists who hope to rule the world. And an Eastern beauty saves our lives from time to time, it says here. I am not what I seem. Yeah, it's great. Give me a review of help from, from outside. Don't be a Beatle now, be a movie critic. Uh, there's good photography in it. You know, if people are keen on photography, you can watch it for that. There's some good actors in it, not us. Because, you know, we don't act, we just sort of do, yourself. do what we can, you know. It's quite hard for me to film that. Leo McKern's exceptional in it. And so is uh, Victor Spinetti and Roy Kinnear, the thin and the fat fellow. They're good together. The first half of the film is much better than the end, and it, it's a bit of a letdown when it gets to the Bahamas. That's my view of it. See, I've seen it three times and I'm trying to look at it without thinking of it as our film. You know. Here's our helpful hint for troubled grown-ups. See help. It's in color. It's a United Artists release. It's got spine-tickling adventures, side-tingling laughter, and a Beatles eye view of this much too serious world. So be the first adult in your group to seek help from the Beatles. Then, recommend to the kids. Now, there's a lot more happening in this. There's a story, you see. In the last one, it was just sort of documentary, but this is a, a real film, almost. <laughs> and it's just nice to be... Sort of doing something like a film which is a completely new thing for us really you know we've only ever done one before this one it's just good seeing rushes and seeing a film get together and seeing it sort of make itself you know Ringo! In the movie Help those skiing scenes you did yeah did you guys do any help? Um, we did some of them you don't ski yourself um, very slowly or backwards down a mountain <laughs> 
Isn't it kind of a dangerous thing to do anything uh, that's hazardous at all for you? Very people? fine, you know. I'm thinking about the fact that, uh, you know, if one of you guys is injured, it puts all four of you out of business for a while, especially if it's a concert tour coming up. Uh, doesn't Mr. Epstein have uh, any well, objection? Is, I don't think we, we're insured for so many things, you know, it's ridiculous. And I don't think we're insured for skiing, but we took a chance, you know. We, we, we shouldn't have done a lot of things in the film, but we wanted to, you know, we didn't want stuntmen doing it. You know, like George diving through windows and leaping about, and I leapt off a boat and can't swim very good, and falling through trapdoors, you know. And because um, we, we didn't want stuntmen to do it for the fact that when we went to see the film, you know, there'd be other guys doing what, you know, so we did it, did it ourselves. Ringo! And George filming it, you know, I'm sort of satisfied, but not smoked about it, you know, it, it'll do. We couldn't do it any better than that because we're not capable act enough actors to make it any better than that. Doesn't the blood rush to your head, sir? Doesn't the Eastern flavour come rather expensive? Doesn't the blood rush to your stomach? Is it nasty, this ring, sir? Ah, Kylie! Oh, dear, I must lie down. Oh. Well, actually, during the filming of Help, there was some Indian musicians in a restaurant scene, and I kind of messed around with the sitar then. And afterwards, Tibbs Mather asked the Beatles, now that they'd done two films, how they felt about it. I feel all right, you know. Well, you had a bad leg this morning, what about that? It's, it's quite good making films, said John. Do you prefer it to work, working in front of an audience? Uh, no. Well, the new film helped. How did you enjoy it? It was a wonderful experience, I must say, especially working with such great actors as Leo McKern and John Bluthmull and Victor Spinetti and John Helen LeBron. John, John, John talking, John talking. And Roy Kinnear. It was a this wonderful experience. George talking, experience. saying John's talking. Is, they can't hear John talking when George keeps saying that. Look. I'm telling them who it is talking. Yeah, George and John. And <laughs> now, boys. Is there any <clears> likelihood <throat> that any of you will branch out into the cinema as actors later? Not yeah, likely. We're, we're not going to let Ringo branch out <laughs> unless no. we get a percent. <laughs> cut! Okay, cut it, Harry! Cut it there! July 1965. The premiere and promotion of Help, the album, and its glorified relative, Help the Movie. The single had already made its way to the top, and the others from the soundtrack would follow.
night before. One day later, on August 1st, the Beatles made a TV appearance on British television. The show was called Blackpool Night Out and was broadcast live on the ABC television network. The Beatles played six songs to promote their new movie and forthcoming album. sack with a song which is our record before record before you know and this one's called oh ticket to ride i think i'm gonna be sad
Thank you very much. Thank you. We like to do something now which we've never ever done before, and it's a track of our new LP. And this song's called Yesterday. And so, for Paul McCartney of Liverpool, opportunity knocks. Yesterday, all my troubles seem so far away. Now it looks as though they're here to stay. Oh, I believe in yesterday. Suddenly, I'm not half the man I used to be. There's a shadow. Such an easy game to play Now I need a place to hide away Oh, I believe in yesterday Why she had to go I don't know She wouldn't say I said some Such an easy game to play Now I need a place to hide away Oh, I believe in yesterday Thank you, Ringo. That was wonderful. No! Next song we'd like to sing. Is our latest record. Or our latest electronic noise, depending on whose side you're on. Any road? We'd like to carry on with it. It's the last number. We'd like to thank you all for being so wonderful. <laughs> and it's called Help. One, two, three, four. Help. I need somebody. Help. Not just anybody. Help. You know I need someone. Help. When I was younger, so much younger than today. I never, need never needed anybody's help. Help me 
A week later, on August 6th, the album Help is released by Parlophone. It's their fifth LP, and the second album that was more a soundtrack than a new album. The North American release is a soundtrack of the film, and suffers in the same way as the soundtrack of A Hard Day's Night. It has only the songs used in the film, filled out with instrumental material that makes more sense in the film than on record. Three of the songs from side two of the British LP appear on Beatles 6. We've already heard the title track to help, so we go to a song in which Paul sings lead and John plays electric piano. Let's do one of them called The Night Before. John said that he generally wrote the early songs from an objective point of view, keeping his emotions and feelings to himself, preferring to outlet them in his books. But about this time, he began to be more subjective in his songwriting, trying to express what he felt about himself. This was written in his so-called Dylan days. If you listen to, like, uh, Hey, You Gotta Hide Your Love Away, that's John doing Dylan, basically. Because right. Dylan had just come out, and we were big fans of Dylan. Here I stand, head in hand, turn my face to the wall If she's gone, I can't go on, feeling two foot small Everywhere people stare, 
each and every day I can see them laugh at me And I hear them sing Hey, you've got to hide your love away Hey, you've got to hide your love away How can I even try? signs of the admiration for Dylan that they were talking about earlier. George Harrison wrote two of the songs on the album, a bold step considering the prolific output of John and Paul. He sings lead on this piece, backed up by John and Paul, and he gets to use his volume tone pedal again. You don't realize how much I need you Love you all the time and never Please come on back to me I'm lonely as can be I need you Said you had a thing or two to tell me How was I to know you would upset me I didn't Told me you don't want my loving anymore. That's when it hurt me. I'm feeling like this, I just can't go on anymore. Please remember how I feel about you. I could never really live without you. So come on back and see Just what you mean to me I need you But when you told me You don't want my loving anymore That's when it hurt me I'm feeling like this I just can't go on anymore Please remember how you. I could never really live without you. 
So come on back and see Just what you mean to me I need you I need you I need you Here's another McCartney song on which he sings, backed up by George and John, and plays guitar as well. A one, a two, a three. Oh, I have got another girl, another girl, making me say that I've got nobody but you. But as from today, well, I've got somebody that's new. I ain't no fool and I don't take what I can do And so I'm telling you This time you better stop For I have got Another girl Another girl Who will love me till the end Through thick and thin She will always be my friend I don't want to say That I've been unhappy with you from today what I've seen somebody that's new From today, well, I've seen somebody that's new. John provides one of the highlights of the album. He sings lead with Paul and George answering. You're gonna lose that yes, girl. Yes, you're gonna lose that girl. You're gonna lose. Yes, yes, you're gonna, gonna lose girl. that girl. If you don't take her out tonight, she's gonna change she's her mind. She's gonna change her mind. And I will take her out tonight, and I will treat her I'm kind. I'm gonna treat her kind. You're gonna lose that yes, girl. Yes, you're gonna lose that girl. You're gonna lose.
Another beautiful song by John. I get high when I see you go by. My oh my, when you sigh, my mind just flies. Butterflies, why? Am I so shy when I'm beside you? It's only love and that is all. Why should I feel the way I do? It's only love and that is all. But it's so hard loving you. Is it right that you and I should fight? Every night, just the sight of you makes nighttime bright. Very bright, haven't I the right to make it up, girl? It's only love, and that is all. Why should I feel the way I do? It's only love, and that is all. But it's so hard loving you. Yes, it's so hard loving you, loving you. The second song by George on the album features his lead vocal backed by Paul, who also plays a Steinway grand piano with George Martin. John is playing electric piano. Yes, this is me singing my song. Uh, I like you too much. You like me too much. That's it. Though you've gone away this morning, you'll be back again tonight. Telling me there'll be no next time if I just don't treat you right. You'll never leave me, and you know it's true. Cause you like me too much, and I like you. You've tried before to leave me, but you haven't got the nerve. To walk out and make me lonely, which is all that I deserve. You'll never leave me, and you know it's true. Cause you like me too much, and I like you. I really do. And it's nice when you believe me. If you leave me. 
I couldn't really stand it I'd admit that I was wrong I wouldn't let you leave me Cause it's true Cause you like me too much And I like you The next song is renowned the world over, but it had humble beginnings. Paul said, I used to live in this uh, little flat up at the top of a house. Uh, in a little room I had, and I had a piano by the bed, and I just woke up one morning. I just fell out of bed. With this tune in my head, um, I thought, I don't know this tune, or do I? It's like an old jazz tune or something, And I, because my dad used to know a lot of old jazz stuff. Well, maybe I've just remembered it or somewhere. So then I sort of went to the piano, found the chords to it, you know, it was like in G, F sharp minor, seven, sort of B and that. And, um, uh, kind of re just remembered it, made sure I remembered it. And then I just hawked it around all my friends and stuff and said, what's this, you know, it's got to be something. It's like a good little tune, you know, and I couldn't have written it because I just dreamed it, you know. You don't get that lucky. I didn't have any words, so for weeks that was scrambled egg, you know. And scrambled egg, oh, baby, I love your legs. Da -da 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 -da. I thought it was a super tune. We, I kept saying to Paul, you know, you've got to write, you've got to make a lyric on this. You've got to really write a good lyric, because it's a great tune. And uh, he said, well, we can't, you know, we'll call it Scrambled Egg because it fitted so well. And he, he was looking for a single word that would fit the phrase, da da da. And he came up with yesterday. And I objected to it, actually. I, I said, well, the only problem is there's a pretty well-known song called Yesterday is in the plural. At that time, I mean, it was still very vivid in my memory. He said, well, people don't know about that, do they? He hadn't heard of it. So he went ahead with yesterday, and of course, nowadays, you never hear the other one. Never. Although, in fact, <laughs> it did happen to me that um, somebody asked, uh, um, when I was in New York, I, I, we were in a bar, and somebody asked, went up to the pianist and asked him to play yesterday, and he played the old one. Yesterday, all my troubles seem so far away. 
a Beatles song that's been recorded by hundreds of artists, like Frank Sinatra, The Supremes, Ray Charles, and even Liberace. Paul was justifiably proud of that song because it was completely original. He hadn't copied it from anyone. And I just I don't know how I got that. I just had it. And I just I thought, oh, I like that one. Yesterday All my troubles seem so far away Now it looks as though they're here to stay Oh, I believe in yesterday Suddenly I'm not half the man I used to be There's a shadow hanging over me Yesterday came suddenly Why she had to go I don't know she wouldn't say I said something wrong Now I long for yesterday Yesterday Love was such an easy game to play I need a place to hide away Oh, I believe in yesterday Why she had to go I don't know, she wouldn't say I said something wrong now I long for yesterday Yesterday Love was such an easy game to play Now I need a place to hide away Oh, I believe in yesterday John listening to it. There's a particular bit where the cello moves into a kind of bluesy note, and John thought it was terrific. So it was it was applauded, but it wasn't really a Beatle record. And I discussed this with Brian. I said, you know, this is Paul's song. Should we call it Paul McCartney? He said, no. I can't actually remember him making that suggestion, but I, I wouldn't have done that. You know, we we never entertain those ideas. It was sometimes tempting. You know, people would flatter you and say. Oh, you know, you should get out front on the band there, or you should put this solo record out. But we always said, nah. In fact, we didn't even ever put it out as a single um, in England. Because we were kind of a little bit embarrassed about it. We were a rock and roll band, you know, we thought we were like a little R&B combo. Today, there are over 500 different versions of Yesterday. Undoubtedly, the Beatles' most recorded composition. In complete contrast to Yesterday, the album closes with the Larry Williams song, Dizzy Miss Lizzie. was the night before the group made their third return and tour of the United States. 
It was also one year after the major release date of A Hard Day's Night. On August 13, 1965, it's reported in the London Evening News that each of the Beatles have been insured for £1 million. That day, they leave for their second extensive tour of the U.S., with one performance in Canada. While it was only half the length of their first tour, it took in as much money. The concerts were held in larger halls and stadiums. The Beatles land in New York City at 2.30 p.m. local time and set up residence at the Warwick Hotel in Manhattan. After a moment's rest, they promoted the tour with a press conference at the hotel. Bingo, John, George, Paul. Okay. Okay, let's go with the first question, please. How does it feel to be back in the States? It's great, it's great. great. What's it? Chewing gum? Uh, no, only in America. See, only in America you chew gum? Because people give you gum all the time. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Since you were made a member of the Order of the British Empire, has it changed your lives in any way? British Empire, has it changed your lives in any way? Not yet, because we haven't really received it yet. Will it change your lives? Will I don't it change think we'll just have a medal to wear. Ringo, yes? what are you going to name the baby, the boy or a girl? Um, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> that was John answering, not me. We don't know yet. We're still um, talking about names. What about Arthur? How about Linda? <laughs> How about it? Question over here. Are, is your popularity fading? Go and ask the record people. Well, you all seem to be back again. Just ask the record people. <laughs> is matrimony in the immediate future for the two unmarried members of your group? Is matrimony in the immediate future for the two unmarried members of the group? I noticed the two married men are sitting together and the two single boys are sitting together. Men are sitting together. <laughs> That's because we're queer. <laughs> <laughs> but don't tell anybody, will you? <laughs> it's a secret. Question for John. Oh, what were those sunglasses you were wearing this afternoon? What were the sunglasses you were wearing this afternoon, John? Uh, sunglasses. <laughs> no, I mean, they were any special. They were green. Were they I special? just found them in... Um, can. Can. They're just sort of ordinary sunglasses, and they've got a mirror on one side so nobody can see in. Is there any possibility of your changing your style of performance? <laughs> Gentlemen over here asked, is there any possibility of us changing our style? What? Is there any possibility of us changing our style? Changing your style of entertainment? Uh, not, not consciously. <laughs> I told you, we're always on top. How do you feel about the teddy boys coming here, Mr. the question? I don't know, I don't feel anything. How often do you get haircuts? One at a time. Is what to which bit we were there for? Question here, what happened in the Bahamas? Yeah. We made a film. What do you mean, cut it up? What do you mean, cut it, cut it up? He said, is it true you cut it up in the Bahamas? Ringo, you have I said, what do you mean, cut it up? Ringo. Ringo. Question for Ringo. Any plans for visiting countries behind the Iron Curtain? Any plans for visiting countries behind the Iron Curtain? No, not at all. Any plans for going to Vietnam and entertaining the troops? going to Vietnam for entertaining the troops? I wouldn't go there. Ringo, you had a chance to look over this town last time you were here. Did you fellows do your own skiing in the motion picture? Some of it, some of it. The clever bits we didn't do. I want to ask them what, you know, you're going to do this time yeah. after you went through the tourist bit last We did time. the bits falling over. Who do you consider the best actor among you? Ringo? Ringo? What? Ringo? Who do you consider the best actor, Ringo, the most yeah. natural? Yeah. I'm fine. Better. Better? Better? John Lennon's press release says that Ringo... Hey, what's the matter? Hey, hold it here. What's happening, man? Hey, what are you doing? 
Put your hands up and we'll snap them up. You Beatles have conquered five continents. What do you want to do next? You Beatles have conquered five continents. What do you want to do next? Conquer six. Can we have questions from now on on a show of hands? And we've got one there. Yes. I can't hear you. I'd like to know. Wait a minute. We've got one over here. Yes. Are you bored with being the Beatles? On a show of hands, please. Can we have a look? Yes. The American, sorry? The American uh, uh, Beatles with the Rascals. Have you heard them or seen them? No. Being compared no. in the American press with the Rascals. We've never seen them. Yes. Uh, George or Paul, have you worked up any new routines for the American concerts? Well, we've, we've changed the, we, you know, we're doing lots more different songs from last time. On the 14th, the Beatles taped six songs for the Ed Sullivan Show to be broadcast on September 12th. Now, in order here, I'm going to call out each of these youngsters. John Lennon. George Harrison. Paul McCartney.
very much, everybody. Thank you. Thank you very much. And good evening. Um, we'd like to carry on the show with uh, a song, which is the B-side of our latest record. Hey! Thank you. This one's called I'm Down.
because the Beatles are going to be back with three more numbers in the second half of the show. And now be quiet. Also appearing on the program was their old friend from the cavern, Scylla Black. Now, ticket to ride yesterday and help the Beatles. Here they are. Thank you very much. We'd like to carry on now with a song from our new album in England, and it'll be out in America shortly. And it's a song with, featuring just Paul, and it's called Yesterday. Yesterday, all my troubles seem so far looks as though they're here to stay Oh, I believe in yesterday Suddenly I'm not half the man I used to be There's a shadow hanging over me Oh, yesterday came suddenly Why she Say, I said something wrong. Now I 
Love was such an easy game to play Now I need a place to hide away Oh, I believe in yesterday White sheet had to go No, no, she wouldn't say I said something wrong Now I long for yesterday Yesterday Love was such an easy game to play Now I need a place to hide away Oh, I believe in yesterday I was just like him. The next song we'd like to sing is the last one for tonight. I'd like to thank you all. It's been wonderful. It's been great. Yes, wonderful. And it's also our latest record, and it's the title song. It's also the title song from our latest film called Help.
just want to congratulate the four of you on the way you've handled yourselves. You've handled yourselves magnificently. You're honored by your own country. You're loved by our country. God love you all. Thank you. Before I tell you about next week's show, a word about Anison. The Beatles created the game, and now they had to play hard and heavy to hang on to the top with groups like the birds, turtles, yardbirds, animals, and other creatures let loose on the public. But the Beatles led the pack. Coming up in a moment... The Beatles' North American tour. How long are you going to be in the States when you do that tour, you know? Uh, oh, we isn't it? Two and a half weeks. Two and a half weeks. Yeah, stadiums mostly, huh? Like yeah, stadiums mostly. Yeah. We'll be doing a couple of rounds of baseball before we go on just to limber up, you know. Will you? Is that what you call it? Rounds of baseball? Maybe not. No, it's close enough. If you can do a round yeah. of baseball, then it'll be very interesting. Square of baseball, then. How would you like that? Yeah, I think I'd like that fine. Goodbye, Ringo. What, what John? <laughs> round of bread, that's nice. Round of bread? Yes. Well, have one yourself. Around the corner's not bad either. They're meeting with Elvis Presley. Yeah, I play football with Elvis. And press officer Derek Taylor shield their stars from the stars. Next on Yesterday and Today.
For more information or to contact the show, visit yesterdayandtodaypodcast.wordpress.com or email at yesterdayandtodaypodcast at gmail.com. Also visit at yesterdaypod on Twitter and search Yesterday and Today Podcast on Facebook. See you next time. I'm Paul Kaminsky. And I'm James Kaminsky. And we are the co-hosts of the Third Men Podcast. We are a Jack White history podcast where we go over the White Stripes, Third Man Records, the list goes on. And occasionally, we do a funny voice or two. So you're going to probably want to get used to that. Or turn it off. Whatever your preference. Or whatever turns you on. (laughs) Hey now, you're an all-star, because occasionally... We'll do an all-star We did do an entire Smash Mouth episode once. That is true. (laughs) We are every other week on Wednesdays, and we are available on iTunes and really wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, so why don't you come on and find yourself a little home here with us? We promise we'll be weird roommates. If I want to do the dishes without my pants on, that's my deal. That was weird. See? We weren't (laughs) even lying.